What is up, everybody? I'm Gareth the Trash Man. This is Trash Talk Fire Friday. What's up? How you doing, John? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing great. Got the, got, got the co-host here, John, for Fire Friday, too. Um, so that's good. Now, first things first, I did not put an episode out this Tuesday. Um, and <sighs> I apologize for that. Um, Gosh, dang. I don't know if I've talked about much on this or not. Um, my wife's pregnant, and there was some stuff going on. It's been going on all week with that. And uh, I was just uh, unavailable on Tuesday. It's like families are important or something. Something like that, dude. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to get to where we build up our archive of stuff we can put back out. We uh, actually went through all of those, so there's no more of those. <laughs> so uh, we'll keep building those so we can, uh, can get more and more of those. But, uh, yeah, one other thing I've got to say um, about this, we are now on Google Home as well. So if you've got a Google Home and want to listen to our podcast, now you know you can just say, hey, Google, play Trash Talk Podcast, and it will play. So uh, yeah, a little update on that. And I uh, want to thank our sponsor, Larson Waste, world's best trash company. Listen, if you're in rim country, do me a favor. We have a contest going on for a year free trash. Go sign up for that contest if you're in rim country. Um, we already picked a winner for the last cycle. We'll, we'll pick a winner about every two months. It's just a quick little page. You click on the link, give us some of your information, and uh, you're entered in to win the year free trash. So if you're in bada rim bing, country, bada boom. yep, hit it up and sign up with us, everything else. Um, one other thing I'd like to say, because we do have a lot of people down in rim country that listen, um, whether you're a Larson Waste customer or not, um, we do bulk pickup, and no other company does that down there, and we've had people super excited about that. So we're getting the word out to everybody about uh, about the bulk pickup because it's something new down there. So if you've got oh, yeah. an appliance, oh, yeah. yard trimmings, oh, yeah. just call us. We'll oh. come get it. And hold on a second. I got to see. Oh, I thought that might be... Uh, I thought that might be Mac on there, and I'm like, oh, if, if Mac's on Instagram, we're going freaking live with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, appreciate Larson Waste, world's best trash company, sponsoring this podcast. Let's dive into the Fire Friday. John, what you got to rant about today? Um, my rant today is if um, you either own a company or trying to build it, or... Um, or if you work for someone who is trying, mostly if you work for someone who's trying to build a good culture that's not in your industry's norm, mm-hmm. like freaking support it, and don't make Do it, it like don't make it harder for them to create a good culture for not only you but like everybody else that works for that company because it goes a long way. And when you do stupid crap that like impedes that culture from progressing, like that. That doesn't only affect you, but like that affects everybody you work with. So you're basically screwing them over. So that's my rant. Just get on board with good culture. Yeah. Get on board with good culture. <laughs> Be good to work with because any good situation is not going to stay good if you don't keep it a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. And if you want something to stay a good situation and you want to have a job that, that, that you're okay with at least or that you love, like you have to keep it a win-win situation. So, yeah, contribute to the culture. So, why don't you share a little bit more about that? Like, how do you mean, like, if you want to, what do you mean by a win-win situation? So, like, for example, 
in the industry I'm in, having a good culture in your company is like non-existent. Mm-hmm. Like basically everybody just hates everybody in, in, in the industry I'm in. Like they hate their clients, they hate their coworkers, yep. they hate their boss. It's Correct. like, like yeah. it's just it's sucky. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates everybody. And we've been working our butts off to get to the point where like our, 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 our employees actually feel like we're, we're on their side. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we need to make our clients you know, feel very well taken care of and that we're providing an extremely professional and high-quality service. But like, uh, I know that like, when I used to work for somebody, and if I felt like who, you know, management was on my side, I felt like a million bucks, and I felt like, oh, dude, yeah, I can totally do this job. And very few people in, in the industry I'm in, which is home care, um, they, don't, they, they don't ever feel that way. Yeah. And so we've really been trying to get you know, our, our employees to feel like, hey, we're on your side. We are, we've got your backs, and we're looking out for you. And then, in a sense, like, they're just kind of like, well, screw that. Like, I'm just going to take advantage of you now. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not how it works. It's a, it's a, I scratch your back, you scratch my back, not I just continually scratch your back and you walk all over me situation. Well, I've, uh, I've experienced it before where uh, um, in an attempt to um, be maybe understanding or empathetic, different things like that, um, I create entitlement. Oh, absolutely. Over there. And, and generally, you know, you spoke to this before. I think it generally comes from a lack of uh, me being clear in my communication. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the little things that I let slide that I don't step up right when I see it and say, hey, what you doing there? Like, that doesn't work. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Let's talk about it. I want this to work for you. I want it to work for me. And uh, I've definitely experienced that before where, where you're doing your best to, to have it a uh, good environment, good culture, like you said, and... Uh, it really quick can turn into entitlement, in, in, oh, whether it's employees or, or anyone in your, any relationship. I, I had one of my employees tell me, it's not fair that I have to go work. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, it's not fair that I have to go, go, go do this shift. And I'm like, you get to work. Yeah. Like, the, it's so funny. I think there's a lot <laughs> with the economy and how well it's been how long it's been a really good economy as well that like you know the the environment really can create a lot of entitlement if you're not actively fighting against that um i know we've seen it in like different bonus programs we put together where um you know we've got a structure and people will do something where they lose out on their bonus and they're like well that's not fair you owe me that it's like, I don't owe you a bonus. <laughs> we had an agreed amount for you to do the job, and you did the job, and I'm going to pay you for that. And then there were these other extra things yeah. that you're not doing. You're not, I don't owe you that. Yeah. And it, it, it can happen really, really quick if you're not on top of it and paying attention to that. I think that's why it's really important to, like, as, a, as the leader of a company, to be um, running the company, not working the company. Yeah. And and oh, in my, absolutely. And in absolutely. my opinion, you've got to do both. Like that that's my style of leadership. So I, I don't want to say you have to do both. My style of leadership is you do both. And the best is like a 75, 25% mix where you 75% are 
um, running the company and 25% you're working the company. I don't keep that balance as often as I would like, but um, yeah, if you don't, if you're the leader of the company and you are working the company more than you're um, running the company, that will happen overnight. Oh yeah, really, really fast because it, it's a lot of work to stay on top of that mm-hmm. and, and be paying attention. Oh, I to couldn't it. agree more. So. Uh, yeah, dude. I, well, real quick, what are a couple things that you do in your business to create the good, the, a good culture? It's like there's work to do on it for sure, but what oh, yeah. are the things you're implementing right now so that your employees um, have the experience that your company is a place where the uh, head of the company is, is on their side and wants the best for them? I think so, a couple of the things that we've really been working hard at is... Um, so, so our industry has a really, the home care ha- industry has a really high turnover rate, like, mm-hmm. like really high. And, um, and the reason is, is because of burnout. People yeah. just get so burned out because most companies never have enough people to staff with the, the amount of work. They, they're turning away work all the time. Yeah. And, um, and so people get burned out really fast and leave the industry because like, oh, that sucks. I work like a dog and, and I never have time off and da, 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 da. And so this year, we've really tried to make sure and, and, and help our, our employees not get burned out, you know? And so, you know, I've told them, look, like, if you're starting to feel burned out, like, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's work something up that Break works the for the both of us. There, yeah. You know, like, we want you to feel like, okay, I can handle what I've got on my plate right now. You know, when it rains, it pours, and it's all hands on deck, mm-hmm. but we still want to work with you guys. So that, and then, um, and then I've also told people, like, I, t- I try and communicate this all the time to our staff is like, hey, listen, like, if you're mad about something, like, talk yeah. to us about it. Like, communicate. Yeah. 99% of misunderstandings are just a miscommunication. Mm-hmm. And so, like, let's communicate. Let's talk. Like, if you have a problem, call me. Come into the office. Like, let's, let's, let's resolve it so then that just doesn't fester and then you're, you're unsatisfied, I'm unsatisfied. And so, which we, you know, we, we do good at times and we do terrible at times on that. But yeah. I think that's a couple of the, thi- of the main things that we've really been stressing and trying to push is, is to help them, you know, through those, those avenues of helping them, you know, feel like we're on their side and, and we're we're trying to make it a good environment for them to work in as well. Yeah. So I got, I got two things on, on your rant um, that I want to share, and then I'll, I'll rant on mine. And the first one is a book that I'd recommend to you and anyone that's uh, wanting to improve the culture of wherever they're at. And it's a book called Culture Code. I don't know if you've ever read that. Mm-mm. It's, it's awesome. I've been through it probably four or five times. Um, it's, it's ontological and epistemological. So it gives you steps that you can take, that you can put into action, and it talks about who you ought to be in those steps. And uh, to, to create cultures, it talks about different companies, different organizations, um, from the Navy SEALs to nonprofits, just all these different um, things that have incredible um, cultures. And it talks about how, how they built them. And I highly, highly recommend that book. I think it's an incredible book. Um, so... I'd recommend that to you and any of our listeners that are interested in um, building a culture, um, whether they're the head of the company or just in a company, because it talks about building a culture from wherever you're at in the company, because you really can have a huge impact on that. And then uh, this one's going to sound off the wall, and if you're not open to it, it's fine. But uh, so if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard us talk about like um, 
with with my work on on with Anticor, I've uh, I I am a firm believer that language is a foundation, the fundamental foundation of creation. It's where creation starts with your language, and um, with the group I work with, something that we focused on a lot and has a, had a huge impact on my life. And now that I pay attention to it, I hear the word and I'm like, hey, there's that word, um, and it's the word try. And I think, I think Yoda says it in one of the Star Wars movies where there's, I don't know, it's like a classic saying where there's like, there's no try, there's only do or don't. Yeah. And um, I've had a huge impact in my life taking out the word try in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's a impact when you're having a conversation with someone, say it's an employee, I've experienced an in- impact and an upgrade in saying, hey, what I'm trying to do here is build X, Y, and Z, or I'm trying to make it so you um, uh, have a good experience here to I'm going to make it so you're having a good experience here, or I'm making it so you're having a good experience here. Like I've, I've seen a change in my life where, I, and, and it'll still sneak into my language, but I've paid so much attention to it now that it's, uh, it's funny. So anyway, I just hmm. wanted to throw that out there. Who wrote the culture code? Uh, I don't know. Do you remember? I'll, I'll check on my phone afterwards, and uh, I'll post it up on my Instagram. So follow me on Instagram, Garrett the Trashman, and I'll, my next post will be um, the cover of the book, and it will kind of give a description. So I'll do that right after this podcast. Um, so yeah, anyway, we'll roll into my rant. Uh, mine will be pretty quick here. Um, and something I've talked about before, and it's expectations and how... Um, useless they are um so i had a real estate deal going i was uh i was working on and it's funny how expectations creep in because of them i didn't create what i wanted and my instinct was to blame the other party so what was going on is this piece of property that we've won for a long long time the owner i mean i'm talking 20 plus years of that property has known that we've been wanting that property um, and nothing has been done with the property. It just sits there. But it happens to be adjacent to our property. It's the only um, available adjacent piece. It finally went up to, for sale. I was somewhat surprised that this owner didn't just reach out to us because we would have got that done. But as soon as it went up for sale, I called the owner of the property and said, uh, hey, you know, we'd, we'd like that property. I said, okay, you know, we talked about prices. I said, great, I'll give you a call back. Um, this was on a weekend. And my expectation that I went in there carrying was like, he knew I was interested. If anything changed, he would let me know. And he knew I was going to give him a call back with an offer um, very soon. So I reached out to him Monday, um, didn't hear from him, left a message. And then Tuesday, he reached back out to me and said, oh, I'm making a deal with someone else. <laughs> and, and like my instinct was like, I expected you to let me know those things. And, and when I slowed myself down and realized that's the danger in an expectation, if I owned that situation, I could have said, hey, what I would like, I'd like to set up an agreement that, that if any offers come in, like I'm, I really want this property and I need to work some numbers. I need to work, work some things. And so I'd like to set up an agreement that you'll let me know if any other offers come in that, that I've got a chance to, to get this property. And it would have taken those, what that takes, seven seconds for me to say that, to clean that up. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I let that expectation be out there, and um, 
yeah, so I didn't, I didn't create what I wanted to create. I didn't get the property I wanted. And uh, like I said, it's so easy to turn yourself into a victim in something like that and point the finger at that guy and say, oh, that guy's a crappy guy. You know, he didn't do this. He, you know, a good person would have let me know. There's no usefulness in that. That doesn't help you yeah. at all. But now I know if I'm ever in another deal and I'm like, I need to be awake to those type of things and clearly communicate how I see it. Because it goes back to, like you said, communication. I would have just opened my mouth, said seven more seconds of things. Yep. I would have created what I wanted. Instead, I had an expectation that I just let out there. And who knows with that guy what his experience in real estate had been. I'm sure he's got all his reasons in the world why I didn't need to, like, he had no obligation to give me a phone call or to let me know, like, who yeah. the hell knows. And so, uh, Again, I just thought it was a good example where I found an expectation in my life and realized how toxic and unuseful they are. So, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, is like, part of, the, go, going back to what you said, um, I've noticed that like, when I'm communicating how I want to communicate and, and I'm being like very, in, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intentional. Intentional about how I'm communicating to someone and making sure, hey, I have completely communicated what what we want out of this relationship and what how we want to move forward. Like, you don't have that happen. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, if I play this out, because I think it might be more useful, um, and I do this with, with almost every conversation, like, how could I have created better what I wanted there, is I could have said what I, what I laid out there, like, hey, I really want this property, I'd like to set up an agreement. Can, can you agree to let me know if anyone comes in with an offer and that you'll give me a chance to, to see what I can do to really make this happen? And, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, like, what, what do you understand our agreement to be? And, and he can repeat it back to me of, you know, and then I can clean it up, make sure, like you said, it's 100%, like, clear, both sides. Okay, what I can do now is, like, know that if anything pops up with that, he's going to get back to me. And if he doesn't, like, then it's like, okay, either I failed in communication or that guy's not someone that keeps his agreements. And if that's the case, then that's really useful to know. Maybe I didn't get the property, but at least I know there's someone that I don't, I can't count on to, to keep their word. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot easier conversation to have, you know, if I called him up and said, hey, and he's, oh, I got someone else I'm making a deal with and be like, dude, you gave me your word. Yeah. That's a lot, lot more useful conversation to have than, oh, well, I expected that you would... Uh, let me know because you've known for 20 years that we've wanted this piece of property, <laughs> you know? So, uh, anyway, um, yeah, stay away from expectations, find them, root them out and take them out of your life. It'll, yeah, uh, things will move a lot better. Couldn't so, agree more. All right, dude. Well, uh, let's wrap this up. Me and you both got a lot to get done today, so we're going to get after it. You guys kill it this weekend. Um, hit us up. Like I said, Garrett the trash man across any platforms. Um, also, like I said, you got a chance to listen to us on Google Play now. I'm working on uh, on Alexa as well. And Ooh. we are actually on like 90% of the platforms now. We used to only be on Apple Podcasts. Now we're on Google Play. Hot um, damn. We're waiting on Spotify because you guys are awesome. We have enough listeners. Spotify has to reach out to us and communicate some stuff because we're above a certain threshold now that we, you know, I didn't do it at the first, so they... They want to do some stuff with us, but we'll be on Spotify soon. So, uh, oh yeah, appreciate you guys listening. John, you got anything to plug? Kill it. it's Friday. It's I I love going into a weekend when I killed it on Friday. Yep. When I kind of was a bum on Friday and just kind of got the bare minimum done, 
I hated it. Yeah. So kill it on Friday. You'll have a great weekend. All right. Peace. Peace.